Today's passage is Acts chapter 8. Yesterday in chapter 7, we saw the stoning of Stephen, and we saw that um, one of the people that was in charge of that stoning was this guy named Saul. And here we see Saul um, going all out, and he is going to ravage the church, is the way the ESV uh, translates it. And it's a pretty good description. He's going into house after house and dragging off people. Now, it's funny because his goal is to stop the spread of this Christian Jesus thing. And yet, verse 4, uh, what he's actually doing is creating the conditions in which um, in which Christianity is going to spread, in which the word of God is going to spread. Uh, this is reminiscent of Genesis 50-20, when um, Joseph understands that what man intends for evil, God can turn for good. Because here, it is causing one uh, person, Philip, uh, again, another uh, of the Greeks, uh, to go to Samaria and to proclaim to them Christ. Uh, and there's all these people that are coming, including this one guy named Simon the Magician. Now, this is a really interesting story. And <clears throat> I know that uh, this is um, somewhat of a secondary issue because the believing in Jesus and the saving grace of believing uh, being symbol sig signified and symbolized in baptism, we see here as being a separate event from the filling of the Holy Spirit. So we understand, right, that there is power uh, in the proclaiming of the Word of God and the name of Jesus, and in uh, this this you know dark arts magician uh, has a certain amount of accolades. Verse 13 says that even Simon himself believed and he was baptized. And so we have to take the Bible at his word, right? That Simon believed that he was saved in Christ. But then in verse 14, Peter and John come down to them uh, and they say, wait, you guys haven't received the Holy Spirit. They don't question their belief. And this is going to happen many times in Acts. And I know for some of you, this is going to be a really new thing. They don't question whether they believe. They don't question whether they're saved. They question that they don't have not received the Holy Spirit. So they lay hands on him. And then Simon, this guy says, wow, that's cool, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm saved, but I'd really like to be able to impart the Holy Spirit. What can I pay you for it? And Peter looks at him and says, that is not how this works. And in fact, you must repent for I see that you are in not just misunderstanding, but the gall of bitterness and the bond of iniquity. Wait, but here's a guy who believes. Here's a guy who has been baptized. Um, <clears throat> and yet, right, he has not received the Holy Spirit. He is still in the gall of bitterness. Now, what is this talking about? Um, when I we preach about um, the Holy Spirit, we preach about sanctification. We recognize that these are two different things, that salvation and sanctification are two different things, that salvation, you are saved um, by grace in that instance. And sanctification, you are being perfected by grace over many instances. And here we see that the presence of the, the, the full dwelling, and probably we just don't have a great word for this in English, um, but the baptism um, into the Holy Spirit um, is a part of sanctification. It is a power that is different from proclaiming the word. It's different from believing. It is a power that is, again, by grace given and received, 
um, that is for sanctification. And you know, this is a very short end of it. I uh, hope for many of you that um, if you are taking part in our many discipleship uh, programs that are going on, we'll cover this, that to, for many of us, right, we've believed and yet we are stuck in our sanctification. And part of that is because we have uh, a good relationship with God the Father, we've come to have a relationship with Christ the Son, but we lack a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And going through Acts reminds us how much we need that. In fact, to the point that this Philip, right, who didn't even know um, to pray for these people about the Holy Spirit, he is now completely being given to the Holy Spirit, where he's getting teleported um, around and proclaiming to an Ethiopian. This is central or north centralish Africa. Uh, and so he is going to proclaim to this eunuch about Jesus, and the Spirit of the Lord is going to carry him away. So I want to encourage all of you, especially if you know you are saved, but that that saving event um, has faded in the past. It, you know, it, you've forgotten it, or maybe you're just going through a season where you're really missing the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God, whether that be over personal sin, which I'm sure we all, which I, I can attest to, whether that be <clears throat> in evangelism, whether that be in, in missions work or social justice or whatever that is, to know that... <clears throat> That even when we are saved, God continues to want to give us power, and he does so through the Holy Spirit. And I hope that um, today may be a time where you can reflect upon that and even pray to the Holy Spirit and begin uh, to grow that relationship as well.